Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. This is the Game by Show podcast. Today is June the 25th, 2017, and my name is LeGrand Jolly. I'm your host tonight, joined with co-host Jeremy Lamont. Happy summer solstice, everybody. It is the longest gaming day of the year. This day, this Game by Show day, is it? I hope you got your gaming in. It's not the 25th, is it? The well, I mean, we only do this twice a week, so it's either this day or, or Wednesday, you know? I mean, those are the two days that it could be. Ah, so. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. By I that logic, it. yeah. Uh, good logic. And over there, other co-host, Jared Redeye Dunn. Hello. Howdy. Howdy. What's going on, man? Not much. I spent, you know, I spent the entire day playing Titanfall 2 because I found in a bargain bin at a brick-and-mortar video game store... A uh, Titanfall 2 Collector's Edition on sale for like wow, how much you pay for it? Twenty bucks or something, <laughs> dude. Awesome. Look, it totally came, worth it. Yeah, yeah, it came with this neat little statue, like glow. Wow. Yeah, Titanfall 2 is a good game it's too. It's a super good game. Super. Good oh game. man, that's cool. Uh, Dale Jones still off on assignment. Uh, he's um, reporting on some breaking news for us over in Japan. So uh, good luck to him and all of his worldly yes. travels. I hear, I hear he's getting that breaking uh, Kingdom Hearts news that we've been waiting <laughs> yeah, for. Yeah, we've been waiting <laughs> he's for gonna, that. Uh, Dale's, Dale's the type of guy that can just, I don't know, just take th- three weeks off what a for life. a vacation. Uh, that, that's, that's just the life that he rolls, yeah. apparently. It's like, well, i got to go to Japan for three weeks, uh, so peace out job. I don't know how that works, but yeah, until he does it. I take like two days off and just come back buried and lo- lost, and I don't he's know. He's a secret logistics tycoon. He's like... Uh, the Illuminati running the, uh, the, the the trucks and trains, and uh, apparently makes a pretty good living at it. So, good job, Dale. Yeah, that's cool, man. Good job. Good work. I wish I could go to Japan for three weeks. That'd be yeah. badass. And I would totally do it. Instead, here we go are, North Carolina. I, I mean, you could Next if month. you if you cross the wrong yakuza and like get kidnapped or something and shipped into slavery in Japan somewhere. Uh, I, I don't know if there's a yakuza. Um, group currently operating in Salt Lake, Salt Lake City. City, Utah. <laughs> Might be. You could start one. <laughs> yeah, maybe I will. Well, uh, we're going to change things up today, and since Jeremy was out partying, he was at... You, were you, did you go to the Bonanza? I did, I did to go to Bonanza. I don't know how you knew that, but yes, I was I was at Bonanza today. Okay, I, I happen to know the dude that puts that on. Um, yeah, and I've been meaning to go one of these times, but I, I didn't go. Yeah, I saw clearly. I saw Method Man and Red Man up there, and uh, I, I had to pretend to be a real pothead, otherwise they'd have thrown me out of the show, but... Oh yeah, for reals. Did you did you camp out too? No, 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 no. Just uh, just. I mean, we're we're close by. People come from all over the place. There's people there from you know all the Western U.S. There's a dude there from Australia this year. I don't know. People go. To oh yeah, it. like the the camping spots like sell out super quick. Yeah. So I, if you I ever want to camp, to me, I've there, actually camped there. I've actually just gone camping there. So it's weird being there and there's like all these like festival assholes all around. That that's actually oh, where I festival live. Assholes. But they kicked me out during the festival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you live in Heber City, Utah, huh? Cool. No, not really. It was just a joke. Well, Jeez. Play off, man. It, it was okay. It was okay. 7 out of 10. It was an average joke. Yeah, 7 out of 10. <laughs> 7 out of 10 average. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, my video game ratings. <laughs> Below average. 7 All right. <laughs> Below average. Because the average video game is gets it 8.0. Yeah, 8, 8, 8 yeah. 9 out of 10, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I've got some video game news for you all today. Uh, straight off the presses, and by straight off, I mean, I don't know, a couple days ago? Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been announced, or at least Rockstar issued a statement to PC Gamer about the whole modding thing, where there's a whole big uproar last week where they were going to ban mods because they were infringing on their multiplayer online game. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, Rockstar issued a statement to PC Gamer saying that they were in talks with the developers behind Open 4, which was the mod that was in question. And then they also posted a big message on their blog uh, talking about single-player mods specifically. And they said that Rockstar Games believes in a reasonable fan creativity in particular wants creators to showcase their passion for our games. After discussions with Take-Two, Take-Two has agreed that it generally will not take legal action against third-party projects involving Rockstar's PC games that are single-player, non-commercial, and respect the IP rights of third parties. So that doesn't necessarily mean that they're all going to be coming back, uh, but that does mean that they're not, there's not going to be any legal action heading towards those people who do choose to uh, pursue those endeavors. Yeah, which I think that's reasonable. The I mean, they, they had given the reason last week that they were somehow using those tools to, and I don't know if this is just hypothetically they were worried about this, but they were saying that it was affecting people's online experience, which I could understand if they were uh, worried about that. Oh, absolutely. How much money? So they, they've sold bazillions of copies of GTA Five, right, at this point? Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. bet and they've those... made more than that off of the multiplayer stuff. Just funny, funny thing is, all those people who own it have come out of the woodwork, and if you look at the Steam store page for this right now, the the recent reviews overwhelmingly negative for Grand Theft Auto oh, V. Yeah. Um, not recommended, not those, recommended, not recommended. Those neckbeard internet pitchfork <laughs> yeah, holders they, just went wild yeah, over there on Steam. Out. As if people are like, yeah, totally sucks. I totally believe these Steam reviews. Yeah. Like, what, really, guys? <laughs> After 9,000 hours. Like, oh, GTA 5. They, somebody stumbles across GTA 5 on the Steam sale. Like, oh, what is this uh, indie game? Hmm, <laughs> let me look at the reviews. Oh, negative. Guess I won't buy that. Yeah, I mean, there are still happening. people out there who haven't bought it because they're still buying it. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I clearly, or they're buying multiple copies. I, I own three copies yeah. of it. So that's I cool, actually I don't own it. So well, there you and go. And now there's oh. no way you will. Your pre-order's huh. canceled. Yeah, yeah because dude, of those negative reviews. In other news, um, Blizzard, the video game developer, and Twitch.tv signed a deal for their esports streaming. Um, if you guys remember, previously they had a Heroes of the Storm tournament that was streamed on Facebook. Do mm-hmm. you guys remember that? Yeah. And it didn't get those a whole lot of views. Times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, they they, <laughs> they signed a deal uh, with Twitch that includes uh, the streaming of the following events: Heroes of the Storm Global Championship, which I watched over the weekend. Uh, I watched actually like almost every day. Uh, Starcraft Two World Championships, uh, Hearthstone Championship Tour, Hearthstone Global Games, World of Warcraft Arena Championships, what? Overwatch Hold on. Apex Back League, up there. World of Warcraft Arena, and Overwatch Premier Series. Come on, are people watching World of Warcraft? Uh, yeah, that still happens at BlizzCon every year. The World Championships. I can't yeah, that game, well, I, I even when I was in the peak of playing World of Warcraft, and even when I was in the peak of playing World of Warcraft Arena, I never could stand watching World of Warcraft uh, esports. They're actually changing the format this year. It's just going to be two uh, Chinese gold farmers competing <laughs> against each other to see who can raise it's, the it's, most It's gold. just like some macros competing against each other. They won't even be human players just to see who's got the best macros. Basically. Uh, so to celebrate all of this, if you uh, are a Twitch Prime member, uh, you can start getting free loot boxes from Overwatch. And they're also going to be releasing uh, Hearthstone promotions as well as Heroes of the Storm promotion. So if you're a Twitch Prime member, head over and make sure you check that crown at the top right of the page um, to see if there's any new loots coming out. Uh, also, another Blizzard news and a couple of things here, but uh, Hearthstone, the card game phenomenon that's sweeping the nation, 
uh, they're going to be updating. There's been people have been complaining a lot online about the drop rates of certain cards in the pack. So you buy a, a pack of cards for two bucks, or you buy a set of cards for twenty bucks, or fifty dollars, or a hundred dollars, and people have been complaining that they aren't getting the drops that they want. Uh, so they're going to be making some changes with their upcoming expansion that they have yet to announce. But the next expansion for Hearthstone, they're going to be releasing some changes to the way that legendary cards drop, which is, of course, legendary are the most rare cards. So I believe they're going to be making it so you have a guaranteed legendary to drop uh, in your first 10 packs of cards that you open. So if you buy a set of 20, you'll have a guaranteed legendary to drop. In addition, they're going to be making it so that you don't get duplicates of legendary cards. So that way... They, they say that people are frustrated because they craft, you know, they spend a lot of the, the free-to-play dust, you know, crafting a specific legendary that they want, and then they open it up in a pack of cards the next week, um, and they basically effectively wasted all that energy and time, so they are uh, going to be fixing that, so you don't get duplicate drops for legendary cards, which is a pretty cool update, a pretty cool change to the system. That's reasonable, I guess. I mean, on the other, I think on so. the other hand, there, there are games like this all the time, where it's like buying... You know, I mean, Fire Emblem Heroes, they have the, the whole gotcha system where you have the, you know, you do the, the um, you know, the, you spend the orbs on, on random heroes and, I mean, nobody ever gets what they want, so. Right. I don't know. I, I think that's just, it's yeah. just the nature of, of those kinds of games. So I guess it's better than nothing that they're deciding to. Well, the, the thing with Hearthstone is if you want to be competitive in Hearthstone, you basically have to have every card, essentially, mm-hmm. right? So you can build the decks that are going to be popular in the meta at the time, and so you're going to be dropping hundreds of dollars a couple times a year, you know, every time they release a new expansion, right. which is kind of crazy. Um, so this is a welcome change, I think, and hopefully the community is reacting appropriately. Um, I haven't played Hearthstone in a while, so I don't really care. But they're also going to do the same type of thing into Overwatch, um, where Overwatch is not a free-to-play game, where but you can still buy loot boxes that give you random things. And they're going to make it so that uh, they're going to reduce the rate and or the chance of getting duplicate items. Uh, if you do get duplicate items currently, you get a... A little currency, you get their baloney coins. That you can then spend. Yeah, that you can then spend to buy, you know, whatever thing it you want. Doesn't even seem like you get that many um, either. Uh, no, you don't really, right? It's like ten um, coins. You're like, all right, don't spend it all in one place. They they have the same type of system in Heroes of the Storm, which is kind of weird because the Overwatch and the uh, the Overwatch loot boxes and the Heroes of the Storm 2.0 loot boxes are very very similar. Yet Heroes of the Storm is a completely free to play game. Right. Um, but Overwatch is, I don't know. Doing okay, I think. They can get away with that, apparently. Uh, Humble, from the guys that do Humble Bundle, humblebundle.com, they have a service called Humble Monthly, where basically... It's like Loot Crate, but for video games, where you pay a certain amount of, like 12 bucks, I believe, a month mm-hmm. to become a member of the Humble the humble Monthly, and then they send you a bunch of free, not free games, but a bunch of games uh, every month. And you don't never know what games they are, just like Loot Crate, but there's been some good games that have come out in there. I believe they had, like, The Witness a couple months ago or something. War, Total War, Warhammer. Yeah, they, they usually yeah. try and do one, like, hero release every every month that's kind of like their secret thing one really good game and then a bunch of games that you may want to check Mm -hmm. out uh well they've got a new a new product that's part of their humble monthly called humble trove which basically is a thing where if you are a member of humble monthly you basically gain free access to a whole bunch of video games um including a bunch of games you probably don't want to play uh well there's there's Uh, good stuff on there dust uh, force is on there um okay Dust Force is good. If you like Volgar the Viking, which I can't stand it. Uh, oh Dear, which is the thing that... I don't know if that was a Necrosoft game, but it's like a... It's, it's weird. I think I talked about it once on uh, PS uh, Mobile. Um, it's like a deer running over simulator. It's pretty weird. 
Cool. Um, Tri- Trine's on there yeah, as well, Trine. so that's okay, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the thing is, though, is that these are the types of games that people who are all about the Humble Monthly are probably going to be about these types of games, too. So uh, I'm assuming they're going to be adding more games to this. I don't know. Do they just get... Well, they just get access to the DRM-free they versions are, of these games, yeah, so, so that's so cool. The, so the hitch is it kind of works like PS Plus or Xbox Live Gold on, on the Xbox One, where as long as you have your subscription, you maintain access to these games. Once your, subscri- once your subscription lapses, uh, you know, that is off the table. Um, and, and they said that, yes, they will be adding new games uh, on a monthly basis, so presumably that list will grow and hopefully have some things in there that you might be interested in. Cool. Uh, well, speaking of little games that people aren't interested in, Pokemon Go is getting a, got a major update. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I guess people still play Pokemon Go. I don't know, but they released a co-op uh, raid battle thing into Pokemon Go, where people of really really high yes. levels uh, can group up in around certain gyms. In you know, they're I, I presumably marked in the game, and then uh, battle you know really really high level Pokemon raid style. Yeah, so, so it is marked in the game. There's a new tab in the like the uh, tracking system. It will pop up a warning when um when a raid battle is about to start you can see the gym that is having the raid and then you have to make your way there uh by the time the time limit starts or whatever um i i don't know there's been some random things that are uh, like in a raid like you can raid against uh magikarp oh yeah oh seems to pull them at random i'm not really sure what it is you raid against magic i thought i had a magikarp (laughs) yeah that sounds pretty cool, though. Huh? Level thirty-five, uh, though. Yeah, fantastic. Level thirty-five, like that's. Uh, I, I think it says that they're bringing it to lower level players too. Uh, and the article actually has an update on it that says level thirty-one. This is an article that we're reading from uh, Polygon.com. Yeah, I, I think that was a way to um, sort of soft launch it with some of more of the more dedicated players. I, I imagine it'll reach lower levels soon enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they. I mean. You got to give people a reason to play with people. Like, there's no there's no way to play with people aside from just say, "Hey, look at my Pokemon!" Right? Yeah, that, exactly. That, yeah, I mean, that's basically. the big problem with it is that it doesn't really have anything to really do. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, the Nintendo Switch has got a major system update. I believe this is update 3.0. Yeah, version 3.0 to their system, which adds a whole bunch of cool stuff. Uh, just cause some of the highlights here: uh, Splatoon 2 characters for user icons. <laughs> that's the highlight. Highlights. Just Wait a uh, minute. They do really. Have- I'm, hold on, I gotta yeah. order one right yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I would totally do that. Um, but they do have a way now where you can actually find your controllers. So you know how you have that problem with your TV when you lose your remote and your seat cushions, or your kids put it in their pockets and you can never find the controllers. Yep. Well, with the Nintendo Switch, you can actually open up a menu and then tap on one of the paired controllers, and it will vibrate. Um, and if it's like you know attached to a hard surface like a table, you'll be able to hear it vibrate. I so, think it'd be fun to hide it under um, your cat and then just like trigger that thing off i bet you could do some pretty good pranks with this thing uh or use it for less than savory it, things i don't it, know in other recent that. news we found out uh, jeremy <laughs> is a complete scum lord to his cat that's right they don't pay rent <laughs> i get my entertainment out of them that's what they pay in yeah anyway there's a lot of a uh, lot of updates uh changing display colors to invert or grayscale I, I presume this is for like colorblind people right that mm-hmm. need you know special uh, accessibility options um you can now connect the pro controller wired uh to your switch if you ever need to do that i guess if it's dead or whatever um but yeah bunch of updates over there so you know get that update on your switch you might as well have the latest software i would like to see him at one point they had added an update for the wii u that allowed you to set the update times when it would actually soft connect 
connect to the internet, and I really like that, because right now my Switch wants to dominate my TV. Like, in the middle of doing other stuff, it will switch on, and uh, it makes that cute snap sound as it Fs up my entertainment Click. evening. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'd like to be able to set it so I don't, I don't have my dock hooked up. I only play the Switch in portable mode. You, you guys remember on the Wii when the little blue light would turn on, the little blue disc yeah, like, hey, look at me, look at me. When they got an update? Yep. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, another Nintendo Switch news. Nintendo came out and explained why uh, cross-play is a thing uh, for them. And the bottom line, it comes down to, uh, and I quote, um, it's an example of a new effort on the part of Nintendo to be less rigid and restrictive. Um, so does that mean that friend codes are going to be a thing that goes whoa, away? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, they don't get too overboard here. That's, <laughs> like, what, what does that make too Sony hasty. more rigid? Yeah, and... like it's like they've just like gone on this teeter-totter thing. So like they've sucked out the, the, you know, the goodwill and the soul of Sony, and now they've, they're somehow channeling it, which uh, is weird. It's bizarre. I mean, even with uh, Minecraft, I think you actually have to sign in to Xbox Live, literally Xbox Live, on your Switch uh, to do that Minecraft oh, cross-platform. Really? Yeah, so I mean... Weird. That's cool, and and he he says the, uh, uh, the this is Nintendo of America corporate communications director Charlie Ciabetta says I'm really happy, just happy as a gamer, let alone working for the company, uh, that crossplay is going to be possible. We're trying to be more flexible as a company. We're reaching out to try and get people to interact with our IP. In this case, Rocket League is uh, developer Psyonix's IP on our system, but we're trying to get people involved with us any way we can. So that's cool that, you know, I think Nintendo realizes now that, hey, you know, we're not really competing against the PlayStation or the Xbox or the PC. We're kind of our own thing, and people buy our no matter what. So let's just play ball with everyone and be cool. So I like, I really like that. So that's, I mean, that's kind of nice. Think of it this way, right? You, there's things on Nintendo Switch that you cannot get anywhere else, right? But now suddenly I can also get Rocket League and Minecraft and connect and play with people that have Xbox Ones or PS4s or PC. That's pretty powerful. And you can do that anywhere. You can play this. I mean, hook your Switch yeah. up to your phone, you know, tether it to your phone, and you could play Rocket League online from yeah, anywhere. I mean, the yeah, the alternative awesome. to this, I mean, you have good. to consider from Nintendo's standpoint, if they did not do this, what your players are dealing with is probably most likely going to be an anemic player base. Like, if you could only play Rocket League with people on the Switch who had Rocket League, uh, you'd be starting from a pretty small pool to begin with, and it would only get smaller over time as people dropped off playing it on that system. Yeah, um, I mean, I think what what essentially would happen is just people wouldn't look to the Switch for those titles, right? Right. But, uh, you know, if I can go get a Switch and play some of these, uh, granted it's only two for now, but uh, some of these sort of uh, high uh, entertainment value titles with my friends that might have already been playing them on say the xbox one then hey that's pretty yeah, cool for sure i i love high entertainment value titles yeah that's not the words <laughs> i was looking for but you know what i mean like they're, they're uh, popular right i i did hear rumblings and it's just a rumor at this point but the final fantasy 14 they were talking about potentially porting that to the switch which has been raising questions from everybody and making it cross play uh but i think that's just a rumor at this well point. and, and like that's the funny thing like deep deep they've rumor. actually said in the past i think the producer of that game had said that it, the reason it was not on xbox is because microsoft specifically did not want to allow cross-platform play but now sony that did already i mean you got to wonder if, you know if, if they were right. making the decision on final <laughs> fantasy 14 right now would sony choose to make it cross-platform uh i i don't know that this whole con this whole topic i i had thought like if you'd have asked me 12 months ago I would have said everybody would be moving toward this and nobody would be moving away from it, and it blows my mind a little bit. I just don't know what to say about Sony doing what they're doing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really the first-party titles that sells a system, not the 
you know rocket leagues yeah. that is available on everything yeah. you know so why not let those games just i don't know do yeah, their play thing together i don't Absolutely. know uh, also in other nintendo switch news nyko those guys that make those uh controllers that have fans in them you guys remember those yeah they're, they're cool uh they're coming out with their own nintendo switch dock and this is super exciting to me and the reason why is because the nintendo switch dock is 90 dollars for a replacement Nintendo Switch dock. This is the thing that you put your Switch in that hooks into the TV. Yeah. 90 bucks for an HDMI pass-through and a USB-C pass-through. It's ridiculous. Well, Nyko is releasing a version in September uh, for the price of, they're estimating $45 uh, that is a lot less bulky, um, but it's going to be a dock that can plug into your TV. Uh, so third-party dock straight up coming to you. Wow, that's half price. But yeah. I mean, the, there's one that comes with the system for the price of the system. So I, I mean, what's the, I don't get it. Well, do you have multiple TVs in your house? Yes, yes. Would it be cool to be able to pull that switch out? Uh, I was just thinking, because just a minute ago you said you don't even use the dock that you have, so I was just wondering what the appeal of this is. Maybe maybe you should just buy a switch for each room. The fact That's that it's not saying. $90, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's fair. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna challenge you on it. It looks a little bit precarious too. Like the uh, so the look of this, it's like a little um, like almost like a pad that it sits on. I guess it it probably plugs in to keep it upright. Um, whereas the the Nintendo version, it's like this slot. It's like this big. That um, apparently scratches your screen as well. Yeah, right? I haven't had that problem yet. <laughs> Neither have I. Wood. But every time I put that thing in there, I think about that. I'm like, oh, God, is this going to be the time? This is this is yeah. it. This is the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so check for that in September. I'm sure it'll sell a, a ton. But here's the problem. Here's the problem with the Nintendo. It's a $300 console, right? Is that how much it costs? 300 yep, bucks? Yep. 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 Okay, if you price that dock at 90 bucks, the two Joy-Con at... $70 for the pair, right? That's $160. That's half the price of the console. You're telling me that the actual hardware that does the rest of the console is 150 bucks? I don't know about that. I don't know. Um, an NVIDIA Shield K1 tablet is only like 150 200 bucks. It's probably right. just as much hardware. I, I could believe it. I mean, it's definitely not a powerhouse, and it's not like it does a whole lot of super technological things. I mean, it's basically just a little touchscreen display that can kind of run some stuff. So yeah, well, ninety bucks is too much for that dock. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, all right, I got you. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, Cosigned. Cool. Uh, Sega. Just because we can't have Nintendo news without Sega, because we're back in the '90s. Right. Uh, but there's a new thing that they're a new uh, initiative called Sega Forever that they're they're, they're bringing out. Um, and I actually checked this out, but it's basically they want to release all of their video games, um, all their Sega titles from, you know, the Sega Master System all the way up through the Dreamcast for free. And they want to release them for free and support them with ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also they actually have a whole bunch of these available right now on the iOS store, including such hot titles as Altered Beast yep. and Sonic the Hedgehog and Fantasy Star 2, um, Kid Chameleon. Uh, and I actually downloaded Altered Beast and I downloaded Fantasy Star 2 just to check it out. And you basically load it up and it gives you a little screen that says, hey, do you want to play this for free or do you want to give us three bucks? And so you can pay $3 outright to just gain access to the game. Or if you say, no, I want to play it for free, it basically will show you an ad. Then every time you want to use a save, you want to like save the game, you have to watch an ad. Right. So it's kind of funny. But uh, I, I did play Altered Beast and realized that I don't want to play Altered Beast. Um, yeah, I, I played Sonic the Hedgehog and I got the first <laughs> Chaos Emerald and that was about it. Yeah, because uh, so, I, I didn't. I didn't realize this was going on. I I just thought that the, hey, there was free stuff and maybe it was limited time. So I went and downloaded like six Sega games, and then I realized, oh, <laughs> it looks like they're pushing me a bunch of ads. Uh, it's kind of yeah. a cool idea, though. I mean, what are you going to do with that software if you're Nintendo? You're going to sell it for eight bucks a pop on the on the virtual console. Right. So this is another way of looking at it. 
Well, so there's one thing with, you know, Master System Sega Genesis era games, but I'm looking more forward to like, you know, Dreamcast games eventually come into this initiative where, you know, like Grandia 2 and, you know, those games. Um, the Dreamcast had a lot of really cool games. So RPGs in particular. I mean, the, you're, yeah, you're, using, you're using the soft controls. So, you know, even playing Sonic is a little bit iffy, but uh, yeah, like I said, it's kind of better than nothing. So yeah, I, I mean, get one it, of those those eight bit though commercial those those controllers those Bluetooth yeah, controllers. Yeah, that's what those. I was gonna say. As long as I mean, if they added support for something like that, wow, that'd be that'd be sweet. Uh, yeah, actually, that was yeah. Awesome. Bluetooth controller for my tablet, but uh, so few games utilize it. Yeah, it sits like on a shelf. That's the thing. That is something that needs a standard. They need to just like you know even just make it generic controls. Let whatever controller you've got sell your own controller. But I agree with you that I mean having to use forcing us to use soft controls, touchscreen controls is no bueno. the worst. Yeah, yeah. There no needs bueno. to be like a standard. I agree. Yep. Uh, in in the Jared news, uh, Pillars of Eternity is coming to the PlayStation Four and Xbox One. Well, Did you about, play this game, about Jared? Ha- half of that was Jared news until you got to PS Four. I know, Xbox I was one. all with you, and then you said PS Four. I'm just one. saying that now Jared's going to go buy a PS Four because he wants to have the ultimate experience um, of this game. So I actually am halfway ish through Pillars of Eternity. I guess cool. I'll finish it at some point. I am. I actually did launch The Witcher though to try to finish that today. So The Witcher Three, yeah, or Witcher One. Oh, okay, the cool. Witcher Three. Uh, they're also bringing City Skylines to the Xbox and Ooh, PlayStation. That's 4. actually a good one. I, you know, I was actually yeah. playing. Um, I guess that has controller support, or they're adding it. I'd be yeah, I guess it would have better to. because yeah, <laughs> I, I'd like to see that game with controller. I'd actually like to see that game and. Uh, I don't know if uh, Roller Planet Coaster has that, but that'd be a good one too. Yeah. Well, I'm going to rip through these last few, but uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds has sold 4 million copies. It's in early access. Uh, they've made a lot of money on that game. 120 million. They're 30 bucks a pop, right? 120 million dollars in revenue from Player Unknown Battlegrounds. For something as buggy as it is. Yeah. That game is awesome. I play, I've been playing a lot of that game recently. That's, why, that's the only reason why I mentioned it. I know Jared picked it up too. I, I have it, but I haven't played it with anyone. I got my first kill the other day. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I'm like a pro. Y'all should uh, get on the Discord channel and play with us, bro. Uh, Castlevania, the animated series that's coming to Netflix, is, has, a, has a release date. They're releasing the whole first season on July 1st in spectacular Netflix fashion. You get the whole season, so you can binge watch it in one night. Uh, who's with me on that? Uh, I'm kind of wondering, do they do Rotten Tomatoes on Netflix releases? Because I, I wonder if we need to do a Game by Show Rotten Tomatoes mm, estimate on Do they? Uh, they probably do. Mm. On like the type, the pilot episode. Let's check. Uh, yeah. What's a what is a Netflix series that's out? Uh, uh, House of Cards. House of Cards. I suspect it will not House be of that Ca- bad. House of Cards is on here, but let me see if it has a Rotten Tomato. It does have a Rotten Tomato score. Okay. So okay. what's what's the over under on Castlevania season one here? Fifty seven. Fifty seven. Okay. Jared, what do you think? <laughs> what, what's your your most optimistic? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be the optimist here, or I think I'm. Gonna are we be writing the this optimist. down? We I, are writing this down. Yeah, oh, just, we already we already did this. It's at the <laughs> bottom, and I, and I have 58. <laughs> <laughs> so you've become a little so, hey, less. I'm, I am. I am very consistent. Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna go. We'll I, apparently, everyone ends in eight, so I'm gonna go with 78. 78. Oh, okay. Very this optimistic. Very optimistic. You know what we should do? We we should stream. We should watch it all together, the first episode, and do a little commentary That track. would be hilarious. <laughs> That'd be fun. Our tr- we could do it on Mixer. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Dude, totally. We'd stream it on Mixer and do the commentary at the same time. Wow. It'd be fun. Uh, let's see here. Where did I leave off? Oh, um, 
in the in the news of the weird, this is because of, that's what Jeremy does. Uh, there was a dude that took his Hololens, Microsoft Hololens, and made an augmented reality version of Super Mario Brothers, and then played it through Times or not Times Square, uh, Central Park in New York as, City. As you do, World One Dash One, whenever you make something. Um, yeah, it's actually kind of neat looking. That sounds uh, kind of cool, actually. Yeah, no, it is <laughs> in a I mean, weird, I, super nerdy sort of way, right? As somebody who has played with a Hololens a little bit, and and have I've kind of realized the limitations of the thing i'm um, looking at what this guy did so he walks down down the the path and he's like surrounded by like little goombas that, that walk by they're super cute with their mad little eyebrows they they bump up against pipes he goes over and stomps them and squishes them gets 100 points uh, there's happy hills <laughs> and clouds up in the sky and it's all done on this hollow lens and uh yeah. I mean, hot damn! That's uh, that kind of looks like fun. I there's can't a video. Yeah, there's so a cool go watch video. the video. It's and, pretty and cool. I wonder what the people would. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it's cute. Wondering what the hell he's doing. That's what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How would it's they know, right? Times Square man. He's got they this thing strapped to his head. Doing. He's throwing fireballs by doing the the little pinch gesture that the HoloLens recognizes. It's <laughs> pretty good. Uh, also, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog's turning 26, and they're releasing some red and white sneakers that look just like his shoes. So nice. go buy some of those if you care. Gotta lounge buy- fast. Yep. Gotta lounge fast. Good one. And that's the news of the week. Good job, LeGrand. I'm really impressed. You did a really great job. Hey, thanks, man. No problem. It, you didn't take nearly as long as Jeremy takes. No, absolutely not. It was only half as informative, but we'll accept it. Um, <laughs> so we're going to go into the uh, new releases for the week. Um, obligatory mention, in case you are not aware, uh, the Steam sale is going on. So, so. so I've actually been... So there's a few games that are on sale that are quite relevant to the Game Bite show. Jared Picks. And some recent discussions. <laughs> yes, these are the Jared Picks. They're not new... But if you don't own them, they can be new to you. Uh, Northgard is on sale for seventeen. Uh, we played that on this stream, and it was a uh, very fun uh, mm-hmm. little Viking RTS. Uh, Hitman Season One, which has been in the news, uh, twenty four dollars. You should go play. You can play the entire first episode of Hitman Season One uh, and decide if you like it. But do it quick and get it on the Steam sale. Maybe I'll buy over or Firewatch. Firewatch is on sale for like nine bucks. I might buy that. Yeah, Firewatch Abzu six bucks. Legrand. Oh, dude, Abzu. Abzu, that's a good one. Yeah, go yeah. buy it. Okay, so Middle Earth: Shadow of War <laughs> comes out here in a few months, but uh, you can pick up its uh, first in that series for four dollars. I like Whoa. if you don't own this game, you need to go get it for four. I I do, and yeah. I paid more than that, and I haven't played it yet. So <laughs> well, you should just buy good it for game $4 Steam again. sale. Um, also getting a sequel this year, uh, or in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition for ten dollars. Recommend. Hot damn, that one. it's a good game. So, there you go. Those are Excellent. the Steam sale highlights from the Game Byte Show. All right, some other oh, the Jared files. The Jared files. Uh, some other cool stuff coming out this week. Uh, already out. So this is another very relevant Game Byte Show pick. Uh, you may not recognize the name at first. Homeworld Emergence which is, believe it or not, a re-release of Homeworld Cataclysm, the half-sequel to Homeworld 1, the standalone expansion, uh, Homeworld Cataclysm. Uh, It is not a remaster. Apparently they found a functioning version of this and they've renamed it. They can't use Cataclysm anymore because apparently that is a a Blizzard joint now. Nobody can use the word Cataclysm. Stop it. Uh, But Homeworld Emergence now, if you want to play, which is, in my opinion, one of the real greats of... um, of RTSs. Um, I, I think we've talked about in the past, I remember uh, talking with Dale once about favorite villains. The villain from Homeworld Cataclysm is, is one of my all-time favorites, the Beast. Um, the Beast. And it's just a really, yeah, really great story. That voice uh, get it on God. the Beast. Yeah, so what a sneak release, too. That This just kind of popped out, but man, such a good game. 
Yeah, and I think there's still... I, I didn't check on this before the show started, but uh, there is still the fan uh, mod remake, I guess, of Homeworld Cataclysm that they're doing in the Homeworld Remastered engine. Uh, I don't know if that's still ongoing. They, they had made a little bit of progress on it, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's the only thing is that this is as it was released originally in two thousand whatever. Um, I don't so. recall if Cataclysm supported. I know the original Homeworld and Homeworld Two supported mods quite readily. I don't remember if there was a lot of mods out for Cataclysm, or if they work with this version. Uh, but I bet you could find some. If they do, I bet you could find some uh, quality of life mod improvements out there yeah. on the internet. It is possible. It is possible. Um, so that is one of the new releases, uh, over at the tech-gaming.com new releases list. We have a few others on here. Uh, Elite Dangerous, the Legendary Edition, coming to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One this week. Um, Dale Jones now is going to get a PlayStation 4 so that he can play Elite Dangerous on that. That's, uh, same, same logic by which Jared Definitive is Definitive edition. Yeah, that exactly. Is? Legendary edition. Uh, Valkyria Revolution on the Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Game Byte Show mascot, PlayStation Vita. Uh, this is... It vaguely takes place in the Valkyria Chronicles universe, but it's sort of a Musou kind of game, I guess, and it kind of has... It looks a little bad, um, but for 30 bucks, it could be yours. Um, RPG Maker Fess on 3DS. Um, is there a play around with that? RPG Maker? No, I never have. No. no. I played it. It's, it's been around since the Super Nintendo. You guys realize that, right? That, that thing is old. Uh, and by I old, that, I mean they update it like every year. <laughs> uh, well, I know that people have made like legitimate actual games out of RPG Maker. Oh, yeah. I, I have played uh, games made with RPG Maker, but I have not ever right. played with it myself. Yeah. it's uh, It's been around, and it's been, it was robust back in the day, and it's like only gotten better. Hmm. Um, they are on RPG Maker MV. Whatever that means. I mean, that's cool to have it portable on the 3DS, you know, to have it just yeah, a little side a, project that you want to make. And, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then another one that I added to the list, Oceanhorn is coming to the Nintendo Switch, uh, which is probably the best um, indie version of Legend of Zelda uh, Link to the Past. Um, 3D, very well done. Um, you can get that on just about all platforms, but if you want to take it on the Switch... Um, it definitely is quite Nintendo-ish. Uh, there are other releases on the tech-gaming.com new releases list. Go over there. D uh, Robert Desert Eagle Allen puts a lot of work and love into that list, so check it out and uh, tell him that we sent you. And that's our new cool. releases. Hey, uh, that game To the Moon was made on RPG Maker, I believe. That was oh, a, sweet. Supposedly yeah. a good game. I have not played it yet. Although it is now it's awesome. on the Android store I saw, so I might pick it up there. It's probably you on should. the Steam sale. It probably is on this team. I own it on PC. I just haven't played it. Um, and speaking of owning games and not being able to own games, so I mean, actually, for the topic this week, we wanted to kind of dive into uh, games that have either been delisted or are no longer, say, available to purchase um, with Homeworld Emergence, uh, Reemergencing. Oh. Um, and uh, at E3, you know, they announced uh, Age of Empires is getting a digital release. This will be its first digital release. Um, otherwise, if you wanted to own it, you would need to go find an eBay copy of a CD. Um, what other games out there that you would like to see relisted? <laughs> you know, brought, brought either remade or just in their original forms to uh, digital platforms or re-released in some way for new and old gamers alike. Uh, so I'll kick it off with one that um, I actually played a whole heck of a lot of uh, multiplayer and single player 
back when it originally released, and that is Freelancer. Never got a digital release. That was a Microsoft uh, published game, uh, sort of a space action combat, uh, you know, pew pew with the spaceships. Uh, really good game, really interesting game, uh, but its sort of claim to fame to me was its accessibility. It was easy to jump into and kind of get the hang of. wasn't convoluted like most space sims back in the day. Um, so I'd love to see that coming back. I don't know, Jeremy, if you had any thoughts on anything. Are, are we looking at for games that are just not available anymore that yeah. you actually want to keep playing? Or are we talking about games that you want to see make a comeback as a series? I, I would just love to see the originals come back um, personally, but... Uh, I could go for Freelancer too. That's, yeah, that's and it could honest. be games that are you know either through rights issues or mm-hmm. something that is you know no longer available for sale because of what you know whatever reason. Um, so I mean, I mean, th- this has also been in the news recently because more and more games are becoming delisted. Uh, just in the last few weeks, we had Alan Wake, which uh, had a music licensing issue. The the licensing period ran out mm-hmm. on the music in the game, so they basically had to delist it, put it on super cheap sale if you didn't already get it. They didn't it. think about that, like. Oh, I'm sure they that did, the but dumbest you, can't, thing. you can't get an infinite license on licensed music. I mean, I get, I mean, it happens oh. on Rock Band all the time, right? They have their blog where they're like, oh, yeah, well, our, our time is running out on this, so here's your last chance to get it. And for the most part, once you've bought that stuff, even if it's no longer available for sale, they continue to make it available to people who've purchased it, so at least there's there's that. Um, one, one big one in this, for me, that I think really needs to come back for people to be able to buy again is... Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World uh, from Ubisoft Shanghai, I want to say that was. It's the River City Ransom uh, in the Scott Pilgrim universe and was a really, really good homage to that type of game. Um, had good great, soundtrack, too. Yeah, awesome music. Really great music and just was very true to... Um, you know, very true to, to River City Ransom and uh, just really well animated, just really well done in general and no longer available for sale. They pulled it off of uh, PlayStation Network, Xbox Live. I don't think it was ever available on PC, but you cannot Why? buy it. Why'd they pull it down? Uh, Dude, I know that music it... that you just cut. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, well, so yeah, so it had an Anamanaguchi score. Um, it w- it was the rights of um, uh, what's his name, um, the the comic creator for Scott Pilgrim, Ryan Lee O'Malley. Uh, O'Malley, yep, exactly. Um, I, I mean, it could be any of those things. It could be, I mean, who knows? I don't think they always really tell us, but uh, that's that's one of the top ones that that comes to my mind. Um, so one that actually just was delisted, but is now back. With the clever name of Castle of Illusion Relaunch, it is now back on sale. Oh, you can buy yeah, Castle we, of Illusion once again. Yeah, we talked about uh, that one. And, that, and you know, Mouse. when this happens too, everybody like rushes to get it at the last possible minute. I know Dale and, and Jared and you and I talked about this. I think at the time that mm-hmm. it happened. Um, so I, I actually only ever got that on like Android, I think, and maybe PlayStation Three or something. Um, th- there's another. Uh, com- I, I, I have a breaking news update. Oh. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, uh, last August, Brian Lee O'Malley tweeted that his number one goal in life is to get Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game, re-released. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, Godspeed, so, sir. So he's all about it, man. So I don't know. Well, I don't know. He's he's in Jeremy's corner then, anyway. That's right. Um, the um... Every single one, and we talked a little bit about this before the show, uh, Every single one of the Lord of the Rings games based on the movie franchise has lost their ah, rights, as far as I know. Genius. You can no longer purchase those, uh, particularly Battle for Middle-Earth 1 and 2, which were fabulous games. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, 
the Marvel, the Marvel license uh, for things like, I, I, and actually, I guess that Marvel vs. Capcom three now I think is is back on like PlayStation four and and uh, I think also on yeah PC, they pulled that for right? a while so right they, yeah so that one that one was gone but then came back so I guess that's uh, uh, that that's a good thing. Um, what else? Uh, I, I believe the ET games from Atari are coming back, so they're going to start. They're going to re-release those. What? That's uh, they, they they lost their license, so they had to get rid of all the cartridges. But now they got the license back, <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna dig them up and sell them again. <laughs> there actually was some uh, like documentary on finding and digging up all those car- cartridges. That yeah. actually was a really good documentary. I think. Um, and yeah. In fact, I think you can still you can still watch it on Netflix. Unfortunately, it's lost its rights and been delisted from Netflix. <laughs> yeah. So they buried all the copies. Right. You know, on a, on a little bit of a side note, I, this isn't really a game, but it is it is related <laughs> to games, and I don't know what happened to it, but do you guys remember King of Kong? Yeah. The documentary the, the, about... The, the movie? Yeah. The movie, that show was awesome. That is thing, it not like, available to watch fell anymore? off the face of the earth. It's like nowhere. You cannot get it. You cannot watch it. I don't know if, you know... Um, it was on Netflix. I think that's where I watched it. Yeah, I don't think it's, right? I don't think it's available anywhere anymore. And um, I know that... Uh, Billy Mitchell was I don't know maybe Billy Mitchell like kiboshed it maybe he's like no probably because it made him look like a yeah kind exactly (laughs) that's what that's what I wonder um so yeah I don't know uh any other any other thoughts that come to mind anything else that that you saw go away that uh PT yeah Mm -hmm. uh the the Mike the Mike Tyson version of punch out I yeah the Mike Tyson (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a pretty long list of games that I would like to see uh, digitally released that maybe were never uh, available on digital platforms. No One Lives Forever 1 and 2, uh, Black and White. Uh, Bayonetta finally came to PC, so there you go. Yeah, that's true. Uh, watch Bayonetta 2 get stuck on the Wii U forever. I mean, that's another conversation to have here, too, is stuff that is was available only on platforms that are really no longer viable. I mean, we've actually talked in the past about uh, the Wii, the original Wii eShop, some of the software that was released on there. I mean, Blaster Master Overdrive. Um, I, I really kind of always had a jonesing to play um, uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, My Life as a King, uh, which, uh, you know, I, I mean, they might still be available through the Wii U emulated version of the Wii uh, uh, WiiWare platform. But, uh, you know, and, and Microsoft actually at this past E3 had announced that original xbox games like a lot of people wanted to play crimson skies i mean jared you mentioned freelancer Mm. Uh, another microsoft flight simulator crimson skies now presumably will be available again digitally through uh xbox uh, one uh backwards compatibility programs so I i think that publishers are probably aware of the desire out there of the market to consume those things and to play those games and to have them available. I think it's it's just a question of the priority of bringing that stuff back, which, you know, typically kind of lies in the hands of um, non-publisher sources, I guess. Let's just say that. And uh, so things like Battle for Middle-Earth, if you want to play that, there is pretty much no chance that New Line Cinema is, is going to arrive at any deal with EA to, to, to make this <laughs> available. So... Um, you know, you pretty much have to go elsewhere to, to find that stuff. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it doesn't make it right or legal, but, um, you, you know, I think that uh, there, there definitely is uh, an awareness of, um, you, you know, the, the nostalgia and the wants to, to continue to have those games uh, available. 
And, uh, listeners, if, uh, in our comprehensive super list of, uh, delisted games, if there's something that we happen to have missed, well, gosh, we'd sure would love to hear from you if you want to tell us all about it. Um, let us know on Twitter. We can be found at Show collectively as a group. You can also talk to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. You can find me at Legrand. And I'm at Red underscore I. The globetrotting Dale Jones is at Count Elmdor on Twitter, and uh, you can also follow us on twitch.tv or mixer.com slash gamebyteshow. Uh, if you'd like to see a video archive of some of the games that we've played weekly, you can find that over at youtube.com slash gamebyteshow. Uh, or heck, you can uh, visit our website on the internet, www.gamebyteshow.com, and you can find a sidebar of videos, links, all of our previous podcasts, everything is there, the entire Game Byte Show experience, nothing is getting delisted forever we promise it'll always be there forever mm-hmm. um folks we will be back very briefly uh, very soon uh at the middle of the week to talk to you about the video games that we have been playing so look forward to that in just a few days until then this has been your game Bite show podcast thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time see ya bye